we are in control of how our social media shows up. And if we're aware of it, we can use it as a great tool in our business. But if we're not aware of what's happening, it really can hurt our mental health, hurt our business, really decimate. And I've seen it happen, decimate so many people's self-confidence, their self-worth. I think it's really important to acknowledge this. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome to your Thursday episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I am your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined by, as always, by my co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well, Sam. How are you? I'm doing exceptionally well today. It's a lovely day here in Sydney. I just love it when it's summer. So I'm super glad that we're heading out of the the cold and the dreary and into the nice summer well, weather. We've had a really, really weird week. It was 20, 28 degrees down here in Canberra on uh, on the weekend. And then I think Monday or Tuesday dropped down to 13. <laughs> and, uh, and now it's back up to a very, very pleasant 20 degrees Celsius. I to say well, something Celsius for our US listeners. Certainly not our normal weather. It's been really crazy. Lots of storms. It's unnormal weather for an unnormal year. Let's just say that. That's, that's right. But we're almost we're almost done. We are approaching the end of 2020 and looking forward to 2021. Hopefully, all of our listeners are deep into their planning, which we've been encouraging over the last couple of weeks. We're looking at what was working for you uh, this year, what your plans were, what didn't go to plan, uh, which for so many of us is a lot of things. And, uh, and looking forward to 2020, 2021. But uh, before that, we've got uh, some interesting things, I guess, about social media, don't we? Mm, I think this is a conversation I've had with quite a few people just recently, and that is the idea around, you know, is social media uh, working for your business or is it really hurting your mental health? And I think it's a really important conversation to have and to bring awareness into how you're interacting with social media and um, how you're you're using it as a tool, with, which is essentially what it is. I know that the Netflix show Social Dilemma has come out just recently. No, I haven't actually finished watching it. Have you seen it, Tim? I, I, I started it. Like that, like you have. Um, what, was really, what was really fascinating because the whole—I mean, if you haven't seen it, go and go and check it out. It looks like a really interesting program. If you have seen it, we'd love to get your feedback on it as well and, and your takes. Um, you know, in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook. But one of my one of my big takeaways at the start of it was almost very uh, Terminator esque. That they interview a whole bunch of people who have been really instrumental in creating the customer experiences on things like Google and Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook and, and all this sort of stuff, right? I mean, even Google has a, has a customer experience team, that Google search bar, okay? That really surprised me. Yeah. But then, of course, they all go on to say, what have we created? Oh, my God. Mm. You know, law of unintended consequences. And I'm reflecting back to, you know, it's been a while since I watched The Terminator, um, but, you know, we created this AI and all of a sudden the AI took over and, you know, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. 
you know, enslaved all of, all of humanity. And I do wonder whether there, I mean, there's some really interesting parallels between what we've created with social media. And, and this is, like I was just actually looking through my, if you've got it on your phone, um, I'm sure Samsung had this, is the screen time use. Mm-hmm. You'd actually go in to see how much screen time we're now doing. I've, I've watched my son and his friends all sit around a table. You know, they're all texting and, and Instagramming. And, you know, I, I take my son's phone while he's playing basketball. I mind it for him. And, you know, in a 40-minute period, he'll have 30 or 40 snaps. Um, from oh, friends. my goodness. Okay, it's ridiculous. And, you know, the idea, if I, if I look at mine, I mean, I'd have 10 hours of screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a day on average. When it drops down to seven hours, I go, oh my God, what's happened? Wow, that's, <laughs> okay. that's a lot. That's it. There's a lot of screen time, but we are doing this. And, you know, we're all using this this stuff that's in such a massive influence in uh, our daily lives, our businesses, our mental health. Um, and, you know, it's affecting people in really, uh, you know, I guess unexpected ways. Absolutely. So, we want to open the conversation today just to get you to start thinking about what the world is that you're creating with your social media. Um, I think that the first thing that we need to realise is that we actually do create what we see, whether or not you realise that you're doing it. And I think once you realise that it is our creation personally, it's a little bit easier to change it to so that it is a you know moves from a potentially a negative um, feeling that you have when you're interacting with social media and turn it into something positive. Yep. Now it's important to remember social media is a little bit like a newspaper. Um, it is curated. So mm-hmm. somebody somewhere, in the case of social media, it's defined by an algorithm that tracks your behavior, curates the content that you see in your social media. So my social media feed, so Sam, is different from yours, is different from you, our listener, is different from your significant other or what your children see in their feed. It's, it's been curated to respond to the kinds of things that you are watching. If you're watching a lot of, you know, cat memes, You'll see lots of cat memes. If you're watching lots of election stuff, you'll see lots of election stuff following your feed. If you're following a bunch of coaches or, or consultants, you'll go, oh my God, does everyone see the same long-form email copy that we see? Okay, And the answer is not is, is going to be different from everybody else because what will get into your news feed, whether it be Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever else, is a collective response of what you click on, how long you stay on those things, what you like, what you follow, whether you're watching certain videos, all those sorts of things. And that will actually create that curated newsfeed experience for you. Absolutely. And if you want to see that in action, just have a look at your partner's newsfeed. I actually giggle every time I look at Leon's because all that's there is cars. It's just <laughs> it's just car, 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 car. I was like, wow, I didn't know there was that, that many cars in the world. They're all on his Facebook and his Instagram. But, but it does, you know, and it, it will start to influence not much what you think but also how you think because your own, I guess, curiosity or, you know, stuff, viewpoints, whatever, will start to be reflected back at you and amplified and you won't necessarily see a different perspective. Absolutely. So let's talk about the content that 
not just we're interacting with, but the content that we're putting out. I think there's two sides to this. Mm. And you and I had a really great conversation before we recorded that I would like to dive into, Tim, because it's not just about the content that we are seeing and interacting with. It's also around what we're creating and putting out into the world. And you had um, some really great thoughts around this. Yeah, look, I think this is interesting um, because we, we do start to reflect it back um, in, in, in our viewpoint. Um, I've noticed over the last couple of weeks I've, I've got a new content manager on my team who's been fantastic at creating some new content. We're still kind of refining that as we go and making sure that we attract the right people with that content. Um, but I've noticed the more consistently I put it out, the more consistently I'm getting conversations coming back into, you know, back into my business. And it's certainly, it's certainly paying off. But often I'm finding myself saying yes, where I probably should be saying no to, to some people, right? Mm-hmm. I really love to see small businesses succeed. And I, when I, one of my values is that I really want to help. Mm-hmm. Right? But I find in some cases that's actually compromising my, you know, making sure that I've actually got the business going where I want it to go mm-hmm. with the right clients. Yeah, yeah. And that, that can be very difficult. So I think when we're having these conversations, it's really important that we that we're really, you know, authentic and we're really on point with our values and not saying things just to avoid conflict that can help that can sort of steer us down a path that we, you know, over time you know, we're out of out of sync, we're, you know, incongruent with what we're thinking. I think, you know, it's not about going out and creating arguments necessarily. That's not what I'm talking about. But, you know, being really, really self-aware on where we're adding value to conversations and where we choose to walk away. Yeah, look, I think you're absolutely right there, Sam. That little 1%, that little grey line that is between black and, black and white, um, it's it's not really clear where that line is, and over time we do start to change that line. And more importantly, I think people, what people expect of us, changes as well, and we can find ourselves, you know, going, you know, in a, a direction we don't want to go, <laughs> just because we've kind of let that line move a little bit each each and every time. Now, it's okay we're doing that deliberately, but if we're doing it unconsciously, if we're doing it. Um, you know, just to kind of appease people because one of our values is, you know, avoid conflict um, is really interesting. Uh, I um, I was at a, a presentation yesterday and what the speaker challenged us to name our 10 values, 10 things that were really important to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, wealth can be a value. Conflict can be a value. Um, you know, integrity can be a value. Honesty all those sorts of things to be values. And it was really interesting that as we sort of thinking and thinking, oh, my God, how many values do I actually have and, and do I authentically live those values mm. in, in all the decisions I, I make? And if I'm not authentically living them, the way I present to the world will suddenly be not who I really am and, you know, that can get me off track. It'll start to build relationships with people that kind of don't represent my values and, you know, you and I both know, as many of our listeners do, that can sort of put you in positions where you think, uh, you know, where, where am I? Where How did I get here? Yeah, and it can be a really tricky place to be as well because it can just feel not right. And and here's the thing with energy, other people unconsciously pick that up too. Mm. And you're not even aware that it's happening. So so we need to be really, I think that's a really great a great thing, Tim, to know exactly what your values are. 
Um, and, you know, make sure that we're having those conversations that are congruent with who we are and what we really believe in. Even the, even the people we surround ourselves by, you know, do they represent the same values that we do? You know, yeah. you know when you know when people have, uh, you know, the people you surround yourself share similar values because it becomes effortless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when people who are, you surround yourself, um, you know, don't share the same values, you you feel uncomfortable. You feel mm-hmm. that conflict. You feel out of place. And whilst that's okay, sometimes to sort of challenge your position, I think if you're in that place too much, it creates anxiety. And, you know, potentially this is why we're seeing so many people with, with mental health issues. And because we're surrounded and we can't really get away from this social media, if we haven't surrounded ourselves with people who, who share similar values to us, we actually at this conflict, we're in this state of conflict all the time, which we can't really sustain. Exactly. And you mentioned connections, and I think that's another really important um, something that I want to bring up because who Facebook, well, specifically was thinking Facebook, but any social media platform, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram, who they are suggesting that we connect with is also being picked up by an algorithm of who we are already connected with. Now, where we can see this uh, is when, and I see this often where people in my newsfeed are posting things like, oh, my goodness, is every person a coach's coach or a coach's coach's coach? And this makes me giggle. Because coaches are such a tiny percent of the workforce when you start breaking down numbers. And if you think that all the world is full of coaches, you really, really need to get out (laughs) and open your eyes in the big wide world because it is such a tiny, tiny portion of the workforce. Um, And it's just that if you're connecting with coaches, that the algorithm is just sending you other coaches to connect with. So you need to be really, really aware of that because it can really, really put a, a different um, edge onto what's happening. Yeah. Well, you, again, you connect, You it becomes that normalisation, doesn't it? Just the same way that you hang out with the same people, we have this normalisation and the algorithm algorithms are picking up their normalisation and putting more of the same people in front of you. Now, if they're the wrong people at the start, that, as you mentioned, Sam, that little 1%, you know, um, of course, suddenly becomes a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Um, as refl- I think, uh, you know, to, to pick a, a probably a really good analogy, if you were flying to the moon and the moon's your target, yeah, you know, being off off course by one percent means up means you end up somewhere completely different. Yeah, you miss the moon. <laughs> you miss, <laughs> now, if, you, if you sort of miss by one percent and another one percent, another one percent, another one percent, another one percent, you'll end up back on Earth again. That might be okay. But you know, if you destined if you if the direction you're trying to head to is the moon, you're in real trouble. You know, Absolutely. just you percent off course. And we do need to, and that's why I think it's so important that if you haven't yet done your planning exercise for 2021 and your reflection on 2020, this is the perfect time to course correct, mm-hmm. right? to, to look at the stuff in your newsfeed and say, that isn't serving me, mm-hmm. right? to unfollow people who, uh, you know, whose values don't align with yours or viewpoints, you know, don't either align with you or challenge you to, to be better. Actually, I'll challenge you a little bit on that one, Tim, and I'm sure that what you just said isn't exactly what you were thinking when you said that, and that's 
my belief that it's okay that people can have different viewpoints and that actually, and I know that you believe this. So I think oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's why I said, you know, keep people who challenge you to, to be better. Absolutely. Because as adults, we learn by, by listening and, and learning from other people's viewpoints. I think that what you need to be aware of is that people that really trigger you rather than don't agree with your viewpoint. I think that as adults that we should be, you know, I don't hate someone just because they, you know, they, they like something different than I like. Um, however, if someone is being, um, you know, nasty to other people, that's something that goes against my values and that does trigger me and that is the kind of person that I'm going to unfollow because I don't want that energy and that feeling in my world. Mm. Yeah, well, it's not, it's, not, it's not serving you. And I think yeah. we have to use these. I mean, these are just tools. Absolutely. Okay? Social media, Absolutely. like anything else we have in our lives and in our business, are just tools for us to engage with the people we want to engage with. And if yeah. it's not serving you the way you want to, what you you need it to serve you, that's on you. And the yeah. only person that can change that is you, and you need to make a conscious choice to change the way you're using those things. Yeah, so, I just want to share a little story about how this can start to change, you know, your world. And and this is actually, I think it's a very funny story. Uh, a couple of years ago, when I married Leon, as soon as I changed my, I don't know, not my status, but I went, you know, changed to I am married, my newsfeed filled up with uh, ads for people getting pregnant, people starting families, which the reason it's hilarious is because I that that horse has well and truly bolted in my life. There is no way Leon and I are having more children. We have done our time. Oh, but, come on, our little Sam would be oh, so cute. No way. <laughs> I've got enough little Sams. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is a little funny story, but this is the kinds of things that can alter your reality a bit. And I think it's funny because I was aware of what was happening, but if you're not aware of it, it can really alter your reality. So I think that's why we wanted to open the conversation today so that you can understand that we are in control of how our social media shows up and if we're aware of it we can use it as a great tool in our business but if we're not aware of what's happening it really can hurt our mental health hurt our business really decimate and I've seen it happen decimate so many people's self-confidence their self-worth I think it's really important to acknowledge this yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. So as I said, you know, your your feed, your views, what you see, just be aware that that's being curated for you. It doesn't have to, you know, control what it is you do. And you get to choose what you what's what's put in front of you. Absolutely. If you have enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to share it with your network on social media. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clearly, this is a positive influence. Absolutely, absolutely. If you've got value from this episode, please share it. Uh, let's open up the conversation in the Thought Leaders Facebook community group on Facebook. How do you use social media? How does it, you know, do you see it as a positive? Have you had negative experiences with it? Uh, I think that opening the conversation is super helpful for many people. Next week, Tim. Next week, we're going we're gonna to do Complain for the Silly Season. Absolutely, preparing for the silly season. It's going to be a very different silly season this year. It will be. It will be. Silly season nonetheless. It will be. Perhaps smaller than it it may have been in the past, perhaps bigger, who knows. Um, But how do you keep your your business running, really pumping, and uh, and looking forward to the next, next 12 months ahead as well? 
Absolutely. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We're very grateful to have you as a listener and look forward to seeing you on the show next week. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for joining us today. We truly respect your time, so we hope this was valuable to you. If you're a new listener, thank you for checking out the show. And don't forget to connect with me by heading over to samanthariley.global forward slash connect. And you can connect with Tim at winmoreclients.com.au forward slash connect. Be sure to contact us and share any feedback, questions or topics you have too.